Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation and I'm your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And it's a really, really exciting, energetic day today. As according to Carl Karaman, we shift into the final and ninth level of the Mayan calendar and into this high-frequency, fast-paced vibration we are going to be called our new life. And I'm absolutely delighted to welcome to the show today two women who understand really well this higher level of vibration and consciousness. And during the show today, they'll be able to guide you through uh, how we can live our lives knowingly and consciously in this new vibration. So, Solera Green and Dorothy West, welcome to the show. Hi, Peter. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> well, I'm really looking forward to hearing uh, what you have to say about consciousness and, and being conscious people living on the planet today. But what I'd love you to both do before we do that really is just, just to give us a little bit of background in terms of your own journey uh, and, and your own awakening. Okay. <laughs> Dorothy, do you want to start? <laughs> I should start because mine's shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Instantaneous. Um, uh, yeah, my, I, I just jumped in a few years ago into uh, living consciously with a conscious awareness that I was more than um, the body of a woman having a 3D life. Not that it was bad, wasn't bad at all, it was great, great family, lovely business, and um, what seemed like suddenly, some, as if I'd been tapped on the shoulder and um, a voice said, Dorothy, you're up. And and I've been on this um, intentional life ever since that moment, which was somewhere around 2001. So um, I'm relatively a youngster in the movement, and yet I'm in with both feet, all of me, my whole field, and loving knowing that I'm creating my own reality and... Um, that there is such a thing as a vibrational frequency to operate from. Great. And Solera? 
Well, God, where to start? This Dorothy <laughs> Um I've been at this for probably about 20 years now. And I would say in 1996, I went through a fairly major shift. And in that shift, the, the whole world of energy opened up its doors to me. And I had been working a little bit in consciousness before that, but the whole world of energy and consciousness just kapow, there it was. And I've spent the last 15 years um, working with people all over the world to discover and to evolve and create ourselves the next movements in consciousness, what that looks like, how life will be from that. And I have a real passion about making it fun and modern and fresh and zinging and <laughs> playful and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Because I went through the periods of working with consciousness as a more kind of static library warehouse, you know, and that was good. It was great learning for me. And for me, it's now more sentient and interactive and playful and well, it's just amazing what we're able to do today with consciousness. It's more like a partnership to me now, in a way, I would say it that way. So We can they, sometimes uh, take it all a bit too seriously, can't we? Yeah, I got over being serious and significant about three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> How did you do that? My husband made me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the partners, aren't they wonderful? <laughs> I think he was going to laugh me out of the house if I didn't. Because <laughs> I really did take it quite seriously. For, as Dorothy knows, I, we've known each other about five, six years now. And um, for me, it was just like, if we don't do this, it's not going to work, you know. And, and I would just have a fit about it all. So, And now I'm in the place now, and I think we're in the space of consciousness now where it's here We've arrived. The job is cooking. You know, we're doing the do, basically. <laughs> and it's working out brilliantly. Uh, it doesn't all look like that in the regular world yet. But, oh, my gosh, for for all the people I know who all around the world, and many I don't know, who are just soaring and playing and dancing with this new consciousness and creating brand new things in the world, it's just extraordinary. I am so awed by life today and and the possibilities that we have as a world. I think this is just the most exciting time there could possibly be on this planet. And I, I totally agree with you. So uh, both of you, just, just tell us a little bit about what you are actually doing and how this is working. Okay, Dorothy, go for it. <laughs> what are we doing? Let's see. <laughs> everything. <laughs> We're doing everything. Well, what it is for me primarily is uh, I seem to be aware of masses of people who have a sense, even if they're not clear, have a sense that there's more to the story. And, and they're um, right on that brink of being curious, uh, have a desire to know about the more. And I am um, having a great time being in creative conversations that make that more um, approachable, easily integrated into their life so they don't have to, you know, sell all their worldly possessions and pick up the flag for something. Uh, they get to just make the shift into life happening to them into them creating life and and that's such an exhilarating shift it's certainly uh, desirable and and then becomes irresistible so as with coaching skills and also with 
with vibrancy, my own vibrancy, I am interacting with more and more people who are um, right there, ready for that being awake to creating life. And carry on, Solaria, yeah. Well, I'll give you a couple of sentences of practical and then I'll take it a little bit further. So um, the things we do, um, I'm one of the co-founders of the Visionary Network, Dorothy Sosis, the Visionary Network US. And um, we host events. We just did this fabulous conference in London two weeks ago called World Alive and brought in oh, visionary creators from all around the world and just had a ball seeing what a difference people are making today. So that's one thing we do. But um, we train people in consciousness, in alivener skills, in visionary coach skills, in how to create in consciousness. And uh, and we coach people and, and do all kinds of stuff like that. But also what happens is once we're involved with them, then we start to do some advanced consciousness creation work. So we have a group right now that's doing what we call quantum creation series. And I'm about to start calling it Dorothy Magic Mondays because that's what it feels like. <laughs> every, every Monday we get on the phone, 9 a.m. UK, so we can cover Australia and Singapore, and then 5 p.m. UK, so we can cover the U.S., Canada as well. And all these players from around the world, and we start to explore What's the shift in consciousness happening? What does it feel like? And it's not like anybody has the answers. You know, we're not trying to say this is the way it is. Each person brings their unique skills and gifts and abilities to the creation of what comes out of those calls. So we are basically helping to evolve the shifts shifts in consciousness ourselves as well as kind of getting super conscious about it together. So I would say one of the other things we're up to is creating a super conscious collective. For me, I think that's one of the most important pieces of this century is that we are now super connected, both to consciousness and to people and to the world and to, you know, life, nature, etc. Um, and that super conscious collective is now starting to operate from its knowing from energetic ability, from sourcing consciousness, creating consciousness, and we're starting to live in fresh, brand new ways that are very conscious and kind of gives us this, you could say joyful living, but that sounds a little light for me. It's more like, you know, I love life. <laughs> and my my every day shows up like that. My life is lived from that place. My business is run from that place. It's a very practical saying as much as it's a passionate thing for me. So as, as the show is called Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation, I guess you're in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we thought so. I, I just want to speak a second to that, the experience of being on those calls and some of what that leads up to is that whoever shows up for those visionary network calls, um, we come in each with our own piece. And the group as a whole can't wait to hear each other's piece because we know that, that everybody's bringing something that we'll create from. And some of what's come out of that is this new way of collaborating. And then each of us on the call take away that the, the understanding of what we just created into our, our own circles, or literally around the planet, and use what we discover and develop together 
everywhere in the world. So those calls become um, beyond brainstorming and, and a think tank because we're actually having the experience of our new creation everywhere. So they've become far beyond what you might call a telecall or a telecourse. They're actually a creational space that has spawned incredible creations uh, around the world. It's really interesting you saying that because I, I've just been involved in, the, well, I am still involved in a teleseminar series of seven weeks with Swami Beyond and Andrew and, and, and Len Lasko. And, um, what, and we're going through the journey of the seven chakras. And what's become really evident during the course of the actual seven weeks is that people are living the actual experience of each of the chakras and, and how that works through our system to clear and, and enliven, as you use the word, and, and awaken. And tonight actually is the last one, and I'm taking no responsibility for what's going to happen when we go to the, the crown chakra and blow the, blow the head off. Fantastic. The, the, the synchronicities of the last week from the sixth chakra, since we did that last Wednesday, have just been absolutely mind-blowing. And all you can do actually is laugh. It's so ridiculous, uh, the, the actual way this works when you come together, as you say, with a team of people who are coherent and of one mind. We're actually, uh, we're actually coming up to our first break, and what I'm going to do is ask you both to, to talk in a little bit more detail about the, the practicalities of, of living this conscious, awake life. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. I just want to take this opportunity to thank my sponsors for the show, MyHeartCenteredJourney.com. And as I mentioned uh, just before the break, we are at the last stage tonight of our seven-week teleseminar series, Love, Laugh, Learn, with Dr. Len Lasko, 
Steve Behrman, Swami Biondananda, and, and myself. And this series will be available archived after we have completed the shows, uh, the, which is finishes this evening. And so you can check that through My Heart Centered Journey. Also, I have a, a, uh, every two weeks uh, an Ambassadors of Light class. And I'm leaving for London, England tomorrow. And Steve Behrman is going to take the March 17th class. But on my return March 31st, I'll be bringing back all of the energies and the excitement and the knowledge uh, that has been afforded us on our trip through the sacred sites of uh, the south of England through the Michael Mary line. So please do go to www.myheartcenteredjourney.com and see all the goodies that are available for you there. And now back to Dorothy and Solera. And I mentioned at the top of the show about the... Mayan calendar energy is shifting today, March 9th. So perhaps you could both comment upon your understanding of, of the shift uh, of consciousness that's taking place on the planet right now. Yeah, I'd love to. I'll start. Um, I, I've been calling it a super shift just since December. Um, I feel like since December we've kind of gone through a doorway. So, you know, I'm, I, it almost feels like, wow, we're here kind of thing. I think we've been being bombarded for at least, oh, 15 years, probably probably longer than that. But in the last 15 years, since 1996, it's been an extraordinary time as we evolve ourselves, as we are evolved by the energies that are coming onto the planet. I think we're getting new frequencies from solar flares, from the cosmic, you know, um, nebula and stars and, and, and all the stuff that's happening there. But I think also it's coming from us and from within us. And to me, while a few years ago, that shift was a little bit destabilizing. A lot of people were finding, you know, nauseousness, headaches, uh, downtime, you know, all kinds of things happening as we integrated these new frequencies. I find today that's starting to occur very differently. And I'm, we're getting used to bringing big energies through our body and moving big energetics and our ability to live totally connected and operate 100% from our knowing connected to consciousness is now for me a standard way of living and I think this is just the beginning point you know having said we've gone through that doorway this is the beginning at which we begin to create an extraordinary world with extraordinarily creative and brilliant societies with everyone's genius and brilliance recognized and I do think we're entering that era now you know evidence for me is that conference we just had I've been saying people power is emerging we're not waiting for the the big leaders to get the job done it's happening all over the world all ages all levels people just surging up with brilliant ideas for how to solve problems in ways we've never thought of before and ways of creating new societies and new interactions and that's the practical output of it but on the on the energetic and the inner planes of ourselves I and we I think now can we recognize that we live as our beings that it's not something we go get and try and figure out and pull to it but we're able to now live as the beings we are on all facets of ourselves. So you could say omnidimensionally, 
um, you could say fully energetically, fully present. There's something about that that's really changed in the last, oh, well, at least 10 years, if not 15 years. So that would be my overview of it at the moment. So Dorothy, how about for you? Yeah, from the, the, the experience of it for me is that uh, the big work is done and now we get to live it. So in the past few months, that's been my experience. So everything I thought I was trying to understand or was bringing in is here and ready to, to live it. So my experience of living this shift is, um, Solera, you just said you don't have to go get anything, that there's a, a, a constant present knowing that I'm more than a a body or more than an isolated individual, that I'm actually a creator and that everything I see around me is information to use in my next creation. So I no longer have to react to a completed creation. I'm always creational. That's how I would, in practical terms, that's practical for me, describe uh, the results of this shift, what it's like to operate now. Um, it's so easy to collaborate with others because there's no longer a hierarchy. Uh, as far as the creative process, everybody that's resonant to any given project or topic, whether it's Thanksgiving dinner or a peace organization, everybody that's resonant has something to contribute. And there's um, a playful contribution that that belies any kind of hierarchy there it, the hierarchy no longer serves so collaborations become free-flowing and energized where uh, the last person's idea or thought just spurs the rest of the group to move further um, it's an exhilarated way of being together that feels new fresh and really fun so, so one of the things you do is, is work with people on that edge of awakening and becoming aware of this and really wanting to make a difference and not yet necessarily knowing how to do that or what, they, what their role is or their purpose is. So I'd love to hear how you meet people where they are and assist them in, in becoming aliveners of life, as you say, and, and raising vibration and consciousness as, as they emerge themselves. Just talk, tell us about that. Yeah. I have to I have to go first here. <laughs> what, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what's different for me about um meeting people where they are for me now is is that I I meet people as the amazing mind-blowing creator that they are. So I start with them there and I start by being that myself as well. So I, as a creator being, meet someone else as a creator being, now what do we want to do? So that's how I would meet someone as, you know, where they are, because it's where I see them. And then whatever, whatever is being called into play, whether that's conversation or logistics, happens effortlessly from that creator being to creator being meeting place. Yeah, I would have said almost the same thing, Dorothy. <laughs> so I'll just reframe it slightly because I'll give it a slightly different take. 
Um, we're really in this quantum creation series that we're doing with our advanced group at the moment. We're really realizing that life doesn't just show up and you perceive it. No, you perceive how life's going to show up and it shows up that way. We are the creators of what life occurs as. So therefore, when we meet people, as Dorothy said, we meet them as amazing beings and we train people as visionary coaches, as aliveners, as consciousness creators to do the same, to assume that they already are hugely amazing beings with incredible uh, contribution to make to the world. And what happens is they just go whoom and show up that way almost instantly. We have we had people now just walk into courses and we had someone come when Dorothy was here, we had a course where there was eight of us. Seven of us had been together for like six, seven years. We oh we've done everything. We had this woman come from Germany who never met us before. And within an hour, we were like old buddies, and she was like, Yahoo, this is what I've been waiting for. This is what I want. <laughs> it was so amazing. And that's what happens. People get caught up in how the world thinks they should be or how the world sees them or how they see themselves. And we break that thing instantly. <laughs> I can I can equate it to if, if someone's meeting, meeting you for the – you're meeting with someone for the first time. And they say to you, wow, you are gorgeous. Or you're meeting them for the first time and they say, hello, how are you? Um, w w you know, how's your day going? Have you always lived here? Do you, you know, what's your job? It's that kind of a difference. If somebody meets with me for the first time and says, wow, you're gorgeous, I'm going to start interacting from that place. Yeah. If it's a slow upgrade, then I'm going to be interacting differently. I can equate it that way. And I will fact, say I had, as well. Sorry. <laughs> I had a conversation it. with a young man today who um, he was, he's got a project going, and he's saying to me that um, I have to talk myself into being excited about this. I just don't feel excited. And I said, well, that sounds like the project is a repetition of something that you already know. If you were creating something new with this project, what would that be? And that was it. That was what he needed, was a repetition of yesterday to being a creator who wanted to create a new experience. And just with that question, wow, he was off. That would be a um, logistical, practical way that that could play out. Yeah. So one of the issues that that uh, comes up for people on this awakening path are the are the old limiting belief patterns and systems that they have, which prevent them really stepping into their full power and being held back. What would you say about that? Hee <laughs> hee, that's a good one. <laughs> well said, Peter. Okay, first of all, they're not our personal thoughts and beliefs. They're culturally induced thoughts and beliefs that we've grown up with. We don't even know they have us. And so one of the things we do, well, first we see who someone is. I mean, we, it's not just we say things to them to recognize. We actually see them as more than they may be showing up as. And we, we source a space for them 
to be those brilliant creators, to be the amazing beings that they are. And, and in that space, then we start to engage with them like they've got something to give us. And one of the key things that we train people in, Peter, to address what you just said, is we, we reframe the spin. Uh, and that's how I would call it. Or we reframe the take or the perspective they have. Because perspective for me is everything. I don't actually believe there's any truth anymore about anything. There's just a million perspectives. And you can choose a variety of range of frequencies in which to select those perspectives. And so if someone came to me, well, in fact, I just did something with somebody the other day who was sure he had major issues with his mother still going on and his mother was, you know, about to die and stuff. So, Solera, can I actually hold you there because we're coming to our next break. But I want to continue with this story when we return. And I love the image of the holding that large space for people to expand into. So we'll yeah. go to break and return with, with uh, Solera and Dorothy in a few moments. It's Peter Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Listening on a higher dimension. 7th Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. And we're having a wonderful discussion today with Dorothy West and Solera Green about living uh, in this new vibration on planet Earth and how we can become conscious co-creators. And just before the break, Solera was about to tell us an example, an illustration of how our limiting beliefs can, can hold us back. So, Solera, back to you. Yeah, thanks, Peter. Well, I was talking about the example of someone whose um, parents about to die and certain that they still have these major issues from, you know, their life. And, and it was interesting because as I took this example and I tuned in at a different frequency range. So, you know, I, I kind of said to him, where are you looking at that from? You know, if a scale of one to 20 on frequency and it was kind of like a two or a three, you know, the psychological approach, the, well, don't I still have issues and shouldn't I process them kind of approach. And I tuned in and said, you know what, 
it feels to me like you're complete and this is the liberation of you. And he had actually had an amazing visit with his mum. And, and so it just he just kind of went boom and in a second was liberated from, well, I must have issues, therefore I'm going to keep generating them to, oh my gosh, you're right. That is how I feel. That is a true thing for me. I actually do feel that way and I don't have to carry that with me anymore it took about 15 minutes and it was quite a shift actually to see the person go through that so it's it's that we kind of get trapped by these culturally conditioned ways of thinking of ourselves and one of the things for me over the past years has been to recognize when that's pouring in at me and and to start to live from in a fresh moment all the time. I don't think we have to live psychologically anymore. It's done us a lot of good through the, you know, the last century. It did us a lot of good to live psychologically. We became responsible for our emotions. We started to be, you know, more, more opening up, more clearing ourselves out. But I think now it, it's kind of not the right place to work from and that's going to take us Peter into what we were just talking about quantum emotion so I'll let Dorothy say a little bit about this perspective stuff and maybe she can launch us into quantum emotion how's that Perfect. <laughs> you don't need me <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great I, I'll just give another example of um, the what I would call in a coaching situation where somebody has something that they might believe was a limiting belief and um, I can ask, do you know of anyone else that shares this? Perhaps this is bigger than you. Always that's yes, literally always. And so then I can ask, wow, maybe you're one of the ones that's held that strong and steady for our culture all this time. Wow, thank you. Do you think you're done? Do you think we need that anymore? And is there something, you know, we can look at how you've done that, why you've done that, all the benefits of it, or we can look at what feels true for you now and how do you want to proceed. Um, so that would be a way of expanding the role that's attached to what somebody might think is very personal and then being liberated as having it be finished. It's a great example, and uh, it's, it's really interesting you use the example, Solera, of the, of the mother and the son, because, again, there seems to be this energy coming forward right now of what, what I would have called the, the old wounded Fisher King, of the, the male, the young male energies not being free to really step into their full empowerment. And, and I think this is one of the archetypes that we really need to clear out and, and allow these young men their freedom to be who they really are. Yeah, I, I just don't think we need to stay too long anymore at being our mother's sons and daughters, you know, our father. I think what's happening is we're stepping into being beings. And being a being is very different from being a person with the family issues and a psychological orientation to everything. Being a being, you you have a cosmicious awareness. You are aware that we are cosmic in nature and that we live on planet Earth. But look at the expansion of our cosmic awareness since 1996. That was when the Hubble telescope went up. I mean, my gosh, the pictures, the images, the science, the quantumness, the what we understand about how the cosmos is ordered today, just 
takes my breath away. And and instead of leaving it like, you know, I used to years ago think, oh, I'm just a tiny speck of sand on a little planet, third rock from the sun, and you know, so what? And I don't feel that way anymore. I feel like an enormous, conscious, aware consciousness being who is stirring the fabric of life in many places not just on planet earth but in many places and i can integrate that into my daily living and when i do that i'm no longer my mother's daughter (laughs) i'm something far far more than that and i love my mother and i you know i can treasure all that and i can be in a different way but it, it gives us a different orientation to discover that we're cosmic beings living on a planet sourcing a a shift of enormous magnitude you gotta change your flip your orientation you know when you take that one on and i think that's one of the biggest things that's happening right now absolutely so let's talk about uh, quantum emotion (laughs) (laughs) dorothy go for it you can start um well, what we've discovered or um, co-created the awareness of is that is that emotion is um, a signal that our body, this transmitter, can pick up, and it actually indicates this amazing li- limitless fuel for what wants to be created next. And we have erroneously put a very limited number of labels on these signals and divided them into good ones and bad ones, want to repeat the good ones and want to get rid of the bad ones. Um, And in fact, there's an unlimited number of signals. And when you take the labels away, you get to really look, according to this, what are you being signaled for? And and then leverage the fuel to move in that direction. So... um, one of the big differences in the last year is that you used to have a nanosecond of a choice to make, whether you were going to immerse into the feeling that we would call an emotion and essentially have it wash over you where it's in charge of you. You would have just a nanosecond to make the choice. Oh, no, wait, this is information. Let me really look at what's trying to happen. Now you've got a a longer time just being aware of this phenomenon that that an emotion it, the feeling of an emotion is a signal for movement just knowing that now it seems that nanosecond has been stretched you actually have a, a good space of time now to make the choice to be aware of it and utilize it rather than get um, washed it, washed away with it. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the basic premise anyway. Solaire, what do you want to add about that? Yeah, and I would say it um, right along with that. What if the energy that we're feeling, that we call emotion, is the super fuel for a big movement of transformation for you and or for the planet and the cosmos? And we've been labeling it as something personal that's not, that's, that's awry and trying to get rid of it when instead it's super fuel. You know, if you look anger, 
Anger is the tip of passion. Why would anybody be upset if they didn't care so profoundly deeply about something? And that burst that comes with anger, while, while we haven't known how to work with them, so it seemed kind of harmful, once you get that it's the tip of passion and you learn how to work with it, you can actually use that, that, that energy, that super fuel, to charge up your movement forward into the things you really care about. So you use the energy differently. The same as fear is always the tip of leadership, the next step coming. You know, it's, it's the, it, it, there's a very little difference between nervousness and excitement, you know. <laughs> and we tend to interpret now all emotion as fuel to be used to drive movement forward in our lives and in our creations. We don't waste energy at all. <laughs> you're reminding me, you're reminding me of, of, of something that um, the alchemists have always said, and that is um, as the alchemist um, involved in the transmutation of, of processes and energies and so on, that it doesn't always feel good inside when you're the alchemist because your role is to manifest or change something in the world for the greater good to, to, to transmute energies and so what you're saying is that, 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 that those feelings you may have inside which are slightly uncomfortable so long as we go into them and move with them then actually we can use that energy for the greater good yeah it's about reinterpreting them from emotion as problem right. to fuel as potential Right. Um, and, and really, our psychological society, I mean, I'm sure there's loads of people going, what? <laughs> you know, but so many people try to clear those emotions or heal those emotions or get rid of those emotions. And what we're saying is they're signals from your enormous being through your very smart body to give you movement and direction and fuel forward. And when used properly, there's very little angst around it. Once we get kind of facile with this ability to relate to emotion as superfuel, as Dorothy said, not only do you have that nanosecond between having a reaction, but you have this space to actually see and choose how am I going to use this? What does this mean for me? Do you see what I mean? And that takes you away from immediately reacting to, to using that energy in a, in a productive and helpful way. Brilliant. It does. It does. And there, there, are, two, there are two other nuances that, that go hand in hand here. Um, if you're not trying to get rid of a feeling, but you're rather getting curious about where it could be leading you, that helps you take responsibility for the movement that's yours to make rather than um, needing to look around to put some blame somewhere so you can get rid of something. So it, help, it helps you expand into the next version of yourself or the, the next experience of yourself rather than looking to sustain yourself as of yesterday and put this fuel onto someone else. Mm -hmm. And the second piece about that is it, it also goes hand in hand with, with um, collaboration. So if you take the nanosecond or now that stretched space to get curious, it is such a beautiful place to work as a collaboration where you can call someone or meet with someone who encourages you to be your bigger, better self 
uh, to ha- to look at what is this telling me? What's my next move? Um, that's really different than commiserating. You know, that you call somebody and say, "Oh, I feel awful," and they say, "Oh, you poor thing." Um, that's is that's not collaboration. That's like holding you back. The other way is, wow, I don't have to do this by myself. I'm being called into something bigger. I want to work with someone about this. There's no need to sit alone anymore. There are collaborators literally at your fingertips who can support you in utilizing the fuel. So we're coming up to our final break, and that's a great little segue into our last segment where we'll talk about the collective consciousness with which we can all work together. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tung. Having a wonderful discussion today with Dorothy West and Solera Green about the new consciousness that we're embraced by and in. And now I want to turn our attention to how we live uh, as a a global collective in this way. Mm, Beautiful. Thanks, Peter. And Dorothy led us nicely into that. Because one of the things, as we were talking about emotion, sometimes there are waves of feelings that sweep around the planet that are not ours. And it's a collective experience. We are so interconnected. And I'm not just talking about the kind of tragic waves when some big thing happens. It could even be that something that I feel as an emotion may be a signal from the consciousness to have me do bigger work. If I assume it's personal, I may miss the bigger work and get entangled in something. So I, we have, operating as a global collective. And for me, I would say I now operate as a collective being. Yes, I'm me. Yes, I'm unique. Yes, I live my life by my choices. But 
I am so interconnected with the consciousness and with so many other wonderful people, beings all around the world who are co-creating that I have very little attention on identity for myself. I have more attention on the fun, the joy, the creation of dancing within the new consciousness and how that will look as we bring that through into conscious living for this world. So, Dorothy, how about for you? Well, I was going to say, I'm, I'm not as mature as Solera <laughs> as far as the identity part. But what does work for me is to, is to know that I am um, part of, I'll use that, that way of saying it, part of this collective. And therefore, it is something bigger. So I can look there first and know that whatever, I will always reap the rewards of it personally. There's no way around that. So I don't have to start from the personal place. I can, I can easily start from the collective place knowing that I'm going to benefit anyway. Uh, so that's helped me make that shift into uh, taking my Um, and, you know, just if, if we use, again, some pragmatic terms, you always have a choice where you put your attention. And there are uh, different frequencies, again, places where you can put your attention, that you will always have company wherever you put your attention. I love, 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 love life with capital L's. So I want to put my attention at the place where my love of life is greatest and that's where i find the collective players who play that way and that's where i can have my greatest contribution and i've experienced myself as the as most powerful so the timing is magnificent isn't it as we shift in the in the last level of the mind calendar into universal co-creation and connecting to the oneness so for people who, who want to connect with you and become part of your visionary networks, uh, what, what are the, uh, the correct websites to be, to be uh, connected to? Well, prim primarily it would be www.transformingourworld.com. So that's transformingourworld.com. And with Dorothy, Dorothy, do you want to say yours? Yeah, there's www.thevisionarynetwork.com. Dot com, and then you'll have a menu of countries down the left side. And uh, if you click on the United States, you'll see me. Fantastic. So we've only got a, a few minutes left. So I'd love to give you both the opportunity to say whatever you want to say about this time in the world. And, and... Well, the, the, the thing that I want everybody to know is that community um, that's local and global community is available to everyone. So just for whether you want a 15-minute conversation or you want to be part of a community with a chunk of your time, those communities are readily available to you. Uh, you can check us out at the Visionary Network. And I wanted everybody to know, too, that we're operating around the globe. There's a, a, Solaire and I will be touring North America during May culminating with a training in Philadelphia in June. Uh, 
and we would love to give you information about that if you want to meet us, talk with us. Um, but these conversations are available to you all the time, free to participate. We love for you to be part of it. Wonderful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah. I think my message would be more um, generic. So it, I would say to everybody listening that we are in the most extraordinary time ever on planet Earth and that the best thing you can do is stop trying to be a slightly better human being and be an enormous, fabulous, amazing creational being who's accountable for this shift turning out for us all. And when you take that shift, you, you, you make that choice to stick your hand up and say, yes, I'll do this. Life becomes more gracious, actually. You would think it would get harder, but it doesn't. I, I discovered that 15 years ago. It suddenly starts, you, things flow better. Your knowing is intact. You, are, you have guidance systems that are just extraordinary. You meet the most amazing people who do it all with you. You don't have to do it alone. And, and it's that amazing ability to kind of stand up and be counted without any trepidation and do it uniquely as you, that I would say is the most important thing to call people into right now. Well, I really, really appreciate uh, your your uh, wonderful words of, of wisdom today and obviously uh, doing great work on the planet. And I really appreciate this this notion that we are all in this together and it's collaborative and that we have this frequency of vibration that we can tap into and I think we actually have one minute left for you I just want perhaps to talk about the, the creating consciousness fields in just a couple of sentences <laughs> okay um, consciousness isn't just a static thing it's a living breathing pulsing sentient aware being that you can interact and engage with and co-create with and what you've got to be aware of when you're creating consciousness you can't let the past and how it's been encapsulate it for you you've got to see into its forward potential and one of the ways of doing that is you engage with consciousness with life and you ask what does it want to come through you now and you start to bring the energy of that present and engage in the co-creation with others to make that a tangible, real, available frequency shift for the planet. That's been a brilliant finish. Thank you so much for summing all of this up. It's been a, <laughs> a wonderful show with both of you. Thank you so much, Dorothy and Solera, for joining me today. Thank, Thank you, you, Peter. Peter. It's been wonderful. So I'm off on my own adventure tomorrow to, to England, as I mentioned earlier, to the sacred sites. And so the next couple of weeks is going to be interesting for me. My guest next week on the show will be Niraj Naik, and he's going to be telling us his story of his uh, involvement and recognition of the awakening path through sound alchemy. And so he'll be talking about alchemical sound. And I hope you have a wonderful first week in this new vibrant frequency of energy. Spiritung for awakening to conscious co-creation. Have a wonderful week.
that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tongue for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.